Blake Christmas 2, Episode 3, Philistine Grown by Sam Landman for Landman Land. I love what Sam does. A little James Joyce, a little William S. Burroughs, a little Allen Ginsberg. This is less a story than an experience. So I recommend that you pause this audio, find somewhere comfortable and dark to sit, and just let it wash over you. Go ahead, I'll give you a five-second window to pause in. Okay, you ready? I wouldn't be so sure. Landman Land presents Philistine Drone. Twas the night before Xmas town was swallowed whole, leaving a scraped out gaping maw of earth, screaming out muted. Xmas town, three X's, three S's, maw in the middle, revelatorily. The Philistine drone of this harken divination as three visitors appeared, each giving off their own unique cracklish carbon stench. Therein they appeared in pecking genuflecting order as Flug Burquist, known to the Noslin cosmos as Candy Canis, ransacking the voided pincer with every misstep. There was Viv Reckerer, an ever-pandering, slandering entity or victims referred to as Mistletonis. And lastly, vastly, Rostov and Eric, with his harrowingly doomed non-de-plume of Santa Satanis, a final slog to swallow. Xmas Town was swaddled in dreamboat stocking as the initial salvo burrowed in. It began as follows. Flug Burquist, chemically treated hidden stitch, variable zero from a castrated town of prime numbers. For all intents, our candy canis. A quickened pulse caused Xmas Town cobblestones to murmur fandango in an ugly tongue. But Flug's attention flew off left-handed because the hung boilers had just peeled back their eyelids to signify that tonight, yea, verily tonight, would be their fervent torch song to sing. Scrape, scrape, went novel genuflections of high court ravens and supplicate dagger irises. Enter Nero lunch money, the chief applicant within the hung boiler's wings, tapping fourteen times on his teeth. Fourteen burials followed sweetly, fleetly, coldly. A commission broadcast, a bulleted rubato. You the candy cane is this Evie Eve flug, Nero purred, asking. Best believe, slide flug, the candy cane is indeed. Audiences blinded, flug the candy canis, released stool pigeons into the fog, hoping one might return with baby blue ribbony tears in its eye sockets. If this was to be, it was not to be. Rotting beats hammered silences vibrato window. Ironing board railways and catcall choirs became unisonically melded and melted and muffled up the cascade of Xmas Town. And flug was one plus six that ascertained any of this beneath shadowed Neanderthal browbeaters. Nero lunch money ate razor gum wire in a fashionable carburetor suit. His style, his convention, his preoccupational pores seeped and wrapped up like a diamond mine. Climb, you fucker, Nero weeped from the op top. Climb and gaze upon me, you castrated candy canis, in your plenty ante bird harness. Climb. An unraveled flug was perched waiting, despondent, task at hand and foot, mind wiped filthy with undoings. Corpuscles expanded beyond the breath of the High Magistrate's molly-coddled scope until aluminum-siding triguns and crinkled benefactors and dog-eared tomes became all that was left in this forlorn dusk. You come down here, he cooed. The flaccid disco just became cool again. 
Miro stepped lollygagged throughout the kudzu-covered abattoir when Smog was the currency of the Night Watchman, and flugged the ever-now unrepentant candy cane as greeted him with a high sign, splayed out and played out upon bulbous, cankerous sacks of hung boiler meat. Nero put a wet penknife to his throat. You could hear it forever. With that, one-third of Xmas Town was tacked backwards within drizzled dreamscapes, but its second Taurus, the Mistletonis, had yet to unleash her warhead nudgings. Viv Wreckerer, childhood pedantic murmurer, mistress of seven, count them seven, straw-line minstrels, helicon factory fuse box in a pewter cat's cradle. Laziness bequeathed the manor of Xmas Town, and Viv would have her lick and taste and fill of it. Her life, her strife, her wife was a chrome gentle cornucopia deranged. Doll-headed turn-signal crepes washed onto an already dim juju. She was getting the neutered band of neurotics back together, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, but the best tested of them, Joshua Judges, split the gavel in fourths as a crabgrass hit under cracked fingers of the undamned. Tumbleweed, thumbleweed, ferris wheel thatches and sundry door latches of Xmas Town fell ten thousand bare-armed, bare-breasted barrel rolls over the awaiting Coyote Falls. Ramshackle pickle dealers, registered plywood drillers, roly-poly passive dickheads spun yarns of vindictive atrocities, headlights on, nobody driving the hay truck. The hung boilers dripped, bled, tickled the port of pissing. Theirs were the blanketing iceberg harmonies, and the mistletonuses of this dooby-doo plasterscape were only less long gap-toothed than their shantied vivisections. Viv could no longer battle and tattle and saddle the cattle horns. Next, she eyed the pop quiz clock. Tiempo flagratus and target ships focus. Chachis alit the fairway as Xander Wuxtry, the lazy Susan of this punch-drunk and ill-fated hamlet, a venison dominatrix him herself appeared to be the only checkered pecker to take up for Xmas Town in this hobbled midnight. Shit, shit, shit! Xander stuttered. This may be the almighty flighty, am I right? The grand recompense oblivioso, eh? Here be mistletonus, aren't ya? I want to spoon with thee. Lockneed tuxedo nightshades flung this sun-kissed coffee grinder unsettled from wake to bake to quake. And Viv Wreckerer sanctimonious harbored spendthrifts anon when the bros and hoes skittered hurriedly along the spillway gutters as she retorted, Xenophobia wears many crowns and slips tabs on the scruffy necks of oligarchy knights, dear Wuxtree. Curtain scattershot ramblings drifted motionless like a widow's peak gondola from the creases of Xander Wuxtree's yap. Verily, nylon thunderlings upon placid brick choo-choo trains broke apart in a windless autumn delirium, and Xander squatted thrice upon the groundlings' belligerence. Ho-hum, ho-hum. Viv, the malicious mistletonist, sighed, for she was always the one who spoke last in a trestle, and Xander Wuxtree tossed, lost, and weeping, like so many milk toasts before him, her, would have been the last of Xmas Town tenants to witness any of it. Mistletonus was oblong, Mistletonus was Omega Spawn, Mistletonus was a bell ringer of naught. Still, even this visit wasn't enough to bring a shame defamed Xmas town to its bruised and busted kneecaps, but close, oh so close. Last guest, roll call for the cheery deaf in consciousness, our Santa Satanis. Rustov and Eric cling-clang mischievous philanthropic joy toy amidst fairy carcasses. Triple X marks the polka dot off a bullet train naval discourse. 
Bees buzz a sharp raindrop, honeycombs jig jagged Xmas Town's Prairie Avenue, envelopes sickness around and around and around some open sore spots, playing the admiral card at a well-greased horny cathedral, rust of an Eric, a blemish Santa Satanus, found itself dripping with pump house acid lace cheesecloth and futtery duttery and Belgium power plant pagoda sleeves, its identity and indemnity hidden inside a rigid backwater moose satchel. Muffled strata and grizzled glitterati came a haunted sleigh ride of underachievements, packed light and cobbled rows, the hung boilers. Silent calls became the trademark hunter's shovel, while pause button mechanisms derided their attempts at diantimony poisoning. Off came the jury rigs, off came the swan diving epithets, off came the onlooking pedal kicked well wishers. If pins existed within the plush hollow shells of Xmas Town, you could have heard one drop. Silence stripped over and over, end to end, back to back, along a shiftless embankment which clung to the side of a tedious prose, this one. Twin-barreled penal colony pamphlets piercing wave upon wave of Xmas Town citizenry from the Santa Satanus plasticine carbine armory, freeloading its overstay in the gantry. Vindicto Terranis, it mused. Exto Shiksa, if you're a hung boiler, I'm the nail in the quick crete. Whirlybird piping and ice water griping and layover striping hunched flower petal massacres in Xmas Town's old, gold, cold, embryonic state. Uniformity spooned them. When all in all was said and done, the comfy, deadly deed left one. A hell-bent, fixed-dent, unrepentant Santa Satanus proxied the heavens in whitewash addendum, sighing, which slathered the dawn, its flapper less dapper and greenlit by degrees. This hobbler in the reeds, this horn-rimmed ficus jigdus homunculus on a crutch at the right hand of Croesus was painted by thirds, derided by Quintonian geometry, rust of an Eric, but swept it all up, hung boilers and the like. Endgame conversed, and eight ball moons cracked in half. Therefore, Xmas town inching closer to smear the acrylic on canvas, hovering over near annihilation, even as every hung boiler lied blooded and stagnant milliseconds from the final airstrike. These three candy canis, mistletonus, and Santa Satanus are suddenly greeted by Xmas town's only guardian, a crimson-cheeked, blood-smiled sentinel known by few as... Dankincense, the seven-string temptress, nativa toxic in her livery, powdered lotus fingers on the edge of obliviosa. All stories told by night never live to see the light. She clucked mechanically. Spittle slurped up from her mouth, all vitriolic fangs greasing themselves silver. Guffawing presumptions from the trio of inbringers, each of their dust, fugly facial scars, slicing lifelines of dankincense, blackening timelines from her history book. She facing mad dash emporium. They lipped off tandemly on the back on the fourth. Three syllabically thumped, trees myopically stumped. Reverse eye gambling, rambling sidecar, she buckled against the nameplates of extolled Bowery bums, sucking, plucking, friar tucking Elons, and unused vigor from Xmas Town's unvanquished sinew and unseen marrow, and the period of infinitesimal faiths were hindered only by time space. As Dankincense undertook sheepish, quibbling, shoving, cushioning with sighs and handshake quiver guns, she tasseled the feverish left hemisphere of Candy Canis, tussled the overdrawn confectionery of Mistletonus, bustled the prickly repute of Santa Satanus, each with less effort, quaint, sedated, shuffled along the creamed wainscoting. Trenches dug one billion eons, casks of shopping carts, limos, psychiatrist offices embedded within hardened earth. All three relegated, insulated into liminal spaces, vestiges memoriam, distorted, freighter, tomb, cocoon. 
while Dankinsense herself stammered bracingly upon tightly wound Fusilier's pipe dreams. No dog soldier, no knavish pederast, no clemency dodger could disagree who the den mother of ragtag should be. She and only she whispered democracy of the tongueless, torpedoing listlessness from which no ear was free. And his sleep-caked eyes opened in Xmas town, squinting into a newly glinting sunrise that next day, which should've, could've, would've been no against a gaudy mausoleum. Flicking lashes beamed a signal, ticking gashes were a symbol, bickering dashes flooded screens that still stayed on, even when electricity and chemistry and dysentery had plunged Xmas town kind into black, black, cherry black snow. Back to normal. This here perfumey, tight-tied, red bold gift box is here's where we start. As good a start as any. Because the end was but yesteryear. And why go back? Tis done. Dead North and Blight Christmas are oncoming productions created by Sean and Mallory Dillon with assistance from Hot Chocolate Media. Theme and interstitial music is by Eric Ostrom. We very much want to pay the artists that contribute to Dead North while covering our costs. We'd love your help in doing that. Go to oncomingproductions.com to sign up at Patreon to help sustain this podcast with even just $1 a month. Happy holidays. Tune in tomorrow. And stay safe out there.